yo, 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 Alex A on the pod. Here we go again, episode two of Mindful Mindset with Alex Anderson. I need to stop. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop. Okay. Um, welcome back, yo. My name's Alex. Um, welcome to Mindful Mindset. This is my podcast. Um, but the way that I want to think about this is this is my audio journal. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome in, yo. Mindful Mindset. We talk about mindfulness, we talk about mindset, and we also just talk about whatever comes to mind, all right? So this is this is a self-development podcast. If you're new around here, this is a self-development podcast where we can talk about personal development, spirituality, mindfulness, but in a very comfortable and conversational kind of way, I think of... Uh, the podcasting slash entertainment industry. I just, I can't find a a personal development podcast that makes things uh, digestible. Uh, not, not that it's not digestible, but just casual, you know, like it doesn't have to be that deep. We will get deep though. I will say in today's episode is a little deep. It is on the deeper end, but you know what? We're diving deep right into it, okay? But um, before we even get started in the podcast, I do want to share with you all um, and just a moment of gratitude for you guys. Um, this whole podcasting thing, me putting my voice out there into the internet and creating something of my own, it's been a very, very scary journey. Um, being vulnerable is not uh one of the the easiest things that uh come to me but I will say it's gotten a little easier over the last year or so um but I remember there's this one quote that I heard in a meeting and it was vulnerability is not a sign of weakness it is the sign of your greatest strength or it is your greatest strength um, so we're really leaning into that for today's episode as we talk about my wellness journey, my weight loss journey, and as you could tell by the po- the, the title of this podcast, this is a story of how I lost 100 pounds in one year, which a lot of you didn't even know that I have this story. Um, as I mentioned in the previous episode, this isn't really a story I lead with. Um, but it is a part of me and I am excited, scared, um, but, but more grateful that I get to share this story now with you in a, in a safe space and in, at a point in my life where I feel very, uh, happy, (laughs) happy and healed. Um, so I'm excited to share this story with you. And you know what? Let's just just dive right into it. Let's just dive right into it, right? There's no better way than just diving right into it. So let's 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 take a swim. Let's take a swim. Okay. So first and foremost, I want to talk about the background, right? Like, how did we get to where we are? Um, and the only place to start is the beginning. So, growing up as a kid. 
in middle school, well, I would say elementary school, I would say around the third grade. Around the third grade, there was this one summer that I spent the entire summer at my grandmother's house, and my grandmother loved Costco. And I mean, how could you not love Costco? Costco has everything. Um, But there was one thing that, oh, sorry, my phone is going off. Oh, let me put it on Do Not Disturb. Do Not Disturb, world. I'm sharing my story. Um, So yeah, so my grandmother, Costco, loved it. Um, And there was one thing that she always came back with, and it was these boxes of honey buns. It's so crazy. Okay, because like I don't even like honey buns now. But this summer, I fell in love with honey buns. And, oh, pause. Before we even move forward, I just want to set this disclaimer. Um, if the topic of weight loss and food is just a little triggering or just like anything that I say could bring up some emotions... Um, just a fair warning, and again, this is a safe space, so I invite you to just feel those emotions and see what comes up and just keep listening, and if it gets too much, please, no offense taken, um, turn it off and come into another episode that just feels something, like something better, or something that you would feel more happy hearing. Anyway, moving forward, I had to say that. Just to say it, um, not just to say it, but to let you know that it's it's okay. Um, and yeah, going back to the to the story. After the summer, Alex, a young child version of Alex, a if you put on a little, he became a little chunky Alex, a you know he was he was a little chunky, a little chunky little boy, and that happened. I would say towards the end of elementary school. Entering like middle school, kept kept on the weight, um, and throughout this time, I was really just trying to find what worked for me. My f- parents, uh, you love them, <laughs> love you guys. If you're listening, my dad does listen to the pod. He already listened to the first one, and he's a fan. What's up, dad? Okay, um, my parents always like try to put me in in sports. Tried baseball tried basketball, I tried soccer, soccer clicked, I did enjoy soccer, um, but I was always the goalie, so I was like, I was bored, yo, I was just like being, being in the back, I was like, yo, I want to be in the action, but I can't run as fast as the people in the front, I'm not really like in a sports either, I'm sure there's like a, a name for this position of a soccer player, but Oh, attacker. Okay, wow, I remember. Okay, I was not an attacker. I was definitely a goalkeeper. But anyway, I tried all these different things. I even tried music. I tried instruments. And just nothing clicked. Nothing ever clicked. And and then I found this one thing. And a lot of people don't know this either. But I found musical theater. And that was my passion it clicked in high school. I let it go a little bit in high school. Oh, it was my passion in middle school, but I let it go in high school. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, found my thing, found theater, was happy, and and then 
entering high school, I let that go. And I would say freshman, sophomore, junior year of high school, I still kept on the weight and I was getting progressively heavier um, in high school. I wasn't losing, I wasn't active, I wasn't athletic, I wasn't, I was just, it was, I came to school, I hung out with friends, I did my thing and then I went, I went off to the next day. It was very, it was honestly very mindless, um, but I did enjoy high school. I had fun. I, that's a whole, we could talk about high school a whole other day. That's a, that's a pretty good topic, yo. Okay, we could talk about high school later. Um, but then anyway, anyway, towards the end of high school, I, again, wasn't really like passionate about anything, but the one thing I was passionate about was photography. And so I got into art and I started to express myself creatively through different mediums, mainly photography, but um, I got into like collage making and uh, lino cuts, which if you don't, printmaking, which is, if you don't know what that is, you basically carve out this block of linoleum, you spread ink on top of the linoleum and you press paper on top of the block and then poof, there's your print. It's, wow, I don't know why I had to explain that, but anyway, I got really into that in high school, and then actually, fun fact, as I was graduating high school, I auditioned for a musical theater school in New York. I got in, they were like, let's give Alex A some money, cause he's got some skill, he could sing, he could act, he could do it all, and then I was like, this doesn't feel right. So I just didn't go. I didn't go to New York. I didn't, I did not end up moving to New York. But I feel like this story is about the weight loss. So let's go back. Let's go back to the weight loss journey. Um, so throughout high school, I did not have proper gu- guide, guidement, proper. I didn't have anyone to guide me in choosing healthier food groups for myself and just having a more balanced diet. So in my high school, we had lunch, obviously, and whatever. (laughs) But one of the lunch options were chicken nuggets and french fries for the entire week. Every day, if you wanted to have chicken tenders and french fries, you could. So I'm like, hell yeah. Oh my God, chicken tenders and fries. So yeah, so that's, that's did not add, like, well, it did add on to the weight that I was putting on. So moving through high school, I got progressively heavier and then enter college, um, got through college and then uh, towards, uh, during college, the pandemic hit and the lockdown happened. And I was still overweight. At this point in my life, I was weighing 285 pounds. And then, and, and yeah, so I obviously everybody had a very different reaction to how the, the lockdown treated them. Um, but, but me, what did I do? Well, I was on YouTube 
all day long, baby. I was just watching all these YouTubers, what they were doing in lockdown, their daily vlogs, and there was this one YouTuber, which I don't remember his name, but if you're familiar with David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad, this was Aaron's husband or boyfriend at the, I don't know, but they were like living together. And anyway, Aaron and this guy, I can't believe I don't remember his name. What's his name? Oh my God. I, re I don't even remember. But anyway, he, he and Aaron would start every morning with a meditation. So every morning they meditated and it was a part of their daily vlog. And I'm like, what's up with this meditation thing? Like, not really, not really aware of what's, what it's about. So I was like, you know what? They're, they're telling me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. For a week, I'm just gonna meditate. I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna go outside, I'm gonna sit down, and I'm gonna put on this guided meditation. So I did that for a week. And then after that, I was like, you know what? Like, I kinda wanna add on to this morning routine. So I, so, so I was like, okay, let's, let's spice it up. Let's meditate and then let's go for a run. Cool. So I would meditate and I would go for a run. And mind you, I'd never done anything physical. I'd never like, well, pause, 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 pause. We're going to take a pause right here at this point in, in the story. Backtrack. Okay. Before the pandemic happened, I got my first job which was at Lululemon, which was, which is crazy, because if you know now, I'm, I'm currently an ambassador with Lululemon, um, but I was working for Lululemon, and, you know, I was, I was, it's crazy, because I had no idea what the company was, or was about, or what even the product was, I was just, again, this 285-pound guy looking for a job, <laughs> um, and, and I got hired at the Dadeland pop-up. And the Dadeland team, Dadeland in Miami, um, and the Dadeland team, like, we would always do these team sweats. We would we would go out to, like, they would, they would go out to team sweats. I never did because I never felt comfortable in, like, working out in a group setting um, until one day Maggie, which Maggie, if you're listening to this, I love you. Maggie convinced me to go to Soul Cycle um, with the team. So I went out to my first Soul Cycle class December of 2019. Um, yeah, my first Soul class was 2019. And I was sitting in the back row of the sidebar in the corner next to Maggie. And I remember Maggie telling me, I was like, Maggie, Maggie told me, she was like, listen, like, it's pretty intense, it's pretty hard, but you don't have to do like everything that they tell you to do, just like do the best that you can. And I was like, okay, like, but me, I'm, I'm also a very competitive kind of person. So I was like, no, okay, I think I'll be good though. Like, like yo, if these like 40 year old moms can do it, so can I. <laughs> Not no tea, no shade on my 40 year old mothers. I love you guys, you guys are my people. But, um, but, I was like, okay, cool. And I remember being in the class. It's a dark room. The only thing I could see is the red exit sign. And I'm like, honestly, I'm like seeing stars at this point. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck do people pay for this? I'm like, 
how does it make sense? I'm like, well, I just didn't understand it. And this was my thoughts during the class. And then towards the end of the class, like at the end of the class, after class was over, I'm like, okay, wait. Like, I hated that, but I want to get better at it. So then I took like two, maybe three more classes at SoulCycle and it's and then the pandemic happened everything shut down um okay now coming back to where we left off on the story so i go out for a run right and as i'm going out for this run mind you i'd only had like my little bit of experience with working out at soul cycle um <laughs> three times maybe four and this time as i go out for a run i'm like i'm not trying to I'm not doing this to lose weight. I fully just want to say that I can run a mile from start to finish because like growing up in school, when we had to run the mile, I could never do it. I would maybe like the run to the corner and then like walk the rest of the mile. And, and that was just something like, I was like, you know what? Like, no, like I'm, we're in lockdown. I literally have nothing else to do. And I'm never going to get this amount of time back or I'm never going to get this amount of time ever again. Like when the world comes back to normal, um, somewhat or whatever that would look like. And, and I was like, I just want to say I could run a mile from start to finish. So cool. I went out for a mile for a run the first time. I think I ran like half and then walked the rest home. And then went out again like two days later and I was like you know what okay let me like try to like get a little further so then this time I like instead of running 0.5 I ran 0.75 and I was like okay like getting better progressively I think it like was like the fourth maybe fifth time that I went out for a run and I was like I could run it from start to finish and I was like sweet it took me like what 14 minutes 13 minutes to do this let's push for like 12 minutes and a half or 12 minutes and 30 seconds or and then that's where like it started to like really click like I was like okay like let me get better like let me beat my last time um so as I'm meditating running and I'm building this morning routine for myself this was like also this is at like six in the morning, 7 a.m. Like, I'm like, oh, let me wake up, like meditate, run, and then like I'll do some of my schoolwork because yeah, we were still doing school as the world was off. But (laughs) anyway, um, it doesn't even count though. Like, uh, let's be honest, COVID school does not count. Like did not, I can't tell you what I learned in the pandemic. I was taking an environmental science class and that is the only class that I remember taking because I hated it. (laughs) But anyway, um, going back, as I'm running and as I'm actively doing this, like I'm putting my body through this, I was like, you know what? I should stretch. I should stretch. I should like incorporate some kind of stretch routine too. So then my morning routine went from meditate first, go out for a run, and then come back and play a yoga video like on my TV and just like press play and just like follow whatever that instructor was saying on YouTube. Cool. So that was my 
morning routine. And I did that for like, uh, I don't even know, like maybe like two, two months, three months. And I was just like really consistent with it. And as I was consistent with that routine, I was like, okay, wait, pause. If I'm going to be doing all of this stuff and all of this work to like get better and perform better, it means I need to fuel my body with the right kind of nutrients and the right kind of fuel so that I can perform better with more energy and yeah, just eat cleaner to feel better. Um, So I completely shifted the way that I ate. Um, I started to cook for myself. I did a shit ton of research on like different food groups, macronutrients, micronutrients. What does that even mean? Please don't take anything I say as Bible. Um, please, like if, if there's everybody's body and everybody's health journey is very, very different. So if you're looking towards making a shift please consult your doctor and like make sure you're doing all the right things the right way and just make sure you're doing it the right way, okay? All right, cool. Um, <laughs> and going back, where was I? So, I? so I started eating cleaner. I started to cook for myself and I enjoyed, I really like fell in love with cooking. So that, how, that was like the lockdown and then things started to reopen. Um, Studio started to reopen, Soul Cycle reopened. I start like gym started reopening, so I got into I got in, I got into lifting around this point, and like lifting at a gym, and <laughs> and um, and then the studio right by my house, um, where I was living at the time, it, the the studio called Cycle Bar, which I'm sure a lot of you have, may have heard of it. But um, Cycle Bar reopened, and I was like, oh, what is that? So I like, looked into it, and I was like, oh, this is pretty similar to like that Soul Cycle thing that I tried. So let me, let me run it back. Let me, try, let me try this place out, too. So obviously, like at this point, I, I'm at a very different physical capability point in my life. Um, so I could keep up with the class that I was going to. And I was enjoying it. So I became a member at, at that cycle bar. And and then fast forward a few months later, uh, Mandy, which if she still teaches for cycle bar, um, but Mandy Santos, she I took her class and I loved Mandy's classes. And one day after class, she was like, hey, we're um, hosting auditions for cycle bar if you're interested like come see me and like let's talk and whatever so i don't even know why i thought that was a good idea but something in me was just like yeah why not like what else like what else am i gonna do so also as the world was reopening so did lululemon so i moved back into the stores at this same time too so i was a member at cycle bar i was in stores, working as an educator, which is a fancy word for saying sales associate. Um, (laughs) And through my time with Lululemon, I became a manager. And and yeah, I became a manager with Lululemon as uh, one of their key holders or key leaders. That's what they called it at the time. And 
And yeah, so I was stepping fully into this fitness community. Um, I started teaching for Cycle Bar in March of 2021. And that was my first time teaching anything. <laughs> I was like, I had no certifications. I was just like, I went through the Cycle Bar training. It was like three months of training and and yeah and i started teaching for cycle bar 2021 and with that time i was also going to yoga studios so basically long story short i became a member at another yoga studio in miami called casa vinyasa um and i became a member there i did their yoga teacher training and became a teacher with them january of 2022 but I don't know why I got so quick into Casa Vinyasa because before Casa Vinyasa I started teaching at this other gym called Antidote Wellness Labs which is currently now called the Wellhouse Collective um, in South Miami. I started teaching for that company in August of 2021 so shortly after teaching at Cycle Bar, I was like, okay, let me like branch out. And I started teaching at Antidote. And after that, I got into my yoga teacher training and then became a teacher with Casa Vinyasa at, ah, sorry, my mic fell. Um, I started teaching at Casa Vinyasa January of 2022. So at this point, beginning of 2022, I am teaching at Cycle Bar, Antidote, and Casa Vinyasa. Cool. So fast forward to March of 2022, I came across this company called Lifetime. And this company, obviously, you know, Lifetime Fitness, it is a gym that has quite literally anything and everything you could possibly think of. So I parted ways with cycle bar and started teaching yoga and cycling for lifetime in august of 2022 yeah august of 2022 and i'm currently still just a yoga teacher with lifetime i don't know why i'm bringing this up right now we're, we're getting ahead but going back um <laughs> going back to lifetime i was teaching so now at this point i'm teaching at antidote cosmanyasa and lifetime and life is good. Life has been good. You know, we're doing great things. We're having fun. Um, and at this point, obviously, I'm, I, I've been teaching cycling for a year. And I came back to SoulCycle. And I was a regular writer at the Coral Gable studio. And that was home. Um, and then one day in October of 2022... I take Rachel Loeb's. Hey, Rachel, if you're listening, um, I take Rachel Loeb's class, and somehow, some way, she knew that I was a fitness instructor in Miami. So she calls me up to the podium after class, and she's like, "Hey, so you teach fitness in Miami, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I teach fitness and I teach yoga." And she was like, "Oh, cool. Would you be interested in teaching for SoulCycle? Like, is that something you'd want?" And mind you once i got into fitness and like fully understood 
what the industry was, I was like, okay, um, SoulCycle is my dream job, and I, right, like, that's 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 the end goal right there, like, to teach for SoulCycle. Fast forward, I did it. <laughs> but, um, so then Rachel asks me, and I'm like, and and I always told myself, like, I was never going to force SoulCycle into my life. I never... I never applied to audition or I never just, I never like, I just never, I knew like when it was time it was going to enter my life and that was when I had to fully embrace it. No matter what was going on in my life, when it entered my life, it was that time, you know? Um, So I'm still in college (laughs) and I get the opportunity of my lifetime, of of my dreams so I started teaching. So I, this was October and went through <laughs> three weeks. I would like to say it was like more like 10 days of very serious and rigorous um, training with SoulCycle, trained by the best, honestly. And, and yeah, came come December 2022, I was fully on the schedule for SoulCycle. And at this point, I, you know, I was, I was still figuring everything out. Um, so we parted ways with a few of the companies that I was working with at the time, um, just so that I can give myself full permission to like fully embrace this new chapter and this new, this new, this new task, right? It was a challenge. It was, it, it was not, listen, y'all, it is not easy doing doing what we do um on that bike and you know i i would i would argue to say that the last year has felt like felt like a training um constantly choosing to get better with each and every class that i taught um long story short three months four months four months into teaching at seoul um my life moved up into downtown Brickell, um, South Beach area, and and everywhere else that I was teaching was in down south, Pine, Pinecrest, Palmetto Bay area, and I just I was like, you know what? I think I think this is the time where I take my life up to the city of Miami, so I. I got I I found berries, <laughs> and I auditioned, and did three weeks of training. Wow, yeah, it was also three weeks of training, three weeks of auditions and training, um, and poof, here we are now teaching for my two dream companies that I had always dreamt of teaching for. My first time taking a Barry's class was in Boston, and this was, I've had some time teaching like this kind of modality, so Antidote was very much like uh, a boot camp styled workout class, Um, (laughs) so it was like treadmill, lifting, that kind of concept, so I was familiar with like what a programmed run was and what like a sequence floor was, so we got in, we, I took Barry's and, and honestly, like I, I, it was in Boston, and it was with Kate, 
which fun fact, she actually used to teach in Miami. So it was crazy that me being a Miami boy took a Miami instructor's class in Boston, whatever. Long story short, I fell in love with berries. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's, I, I need to do that too. <laughs> I need to just, I, I need to do it. Um, and that was August of 2022. And I started teaching for berries March of 2023. So that would just give you like the, the times, the time frame. Um, but I parted ways with Wellhouse at the time that they rebranded, um, March of 2023. And I, I fully lost track of this whole, this whole story, huh? We're going to go back to the whole weight loss journey. Don't worry. Um, and that brings us to this current day. I'm a soul cycle instructor, Barry's instructor, and a yoga teacher for Lifetime. And I don't have any consistent classes with Lifetime. I just sub every now and then. So if you're looking for that, um, yeah, just keep an eye out, I guess. But um, <laughs> And that brings us to today. Um, so at my heaviest point, I weighed 285. That was February of 2020. And come February 2021, I hadn't, hadn't taught ever or I, I wasn't teaching, um, I just fully lost 100 pounds, so in February 2021, I was weighing 185, of, and that was just full, full-on commitment of, and it, it really fully had nothing to do with losing the weight, it was choosing to be better um, with what I was doing um, in life, like, you know, I, I wanted to run better. I wanted to perform better. I wanted to feel better as I'm running. So I had to feel my body with feel-good food. Um, and and, it, and it, it, was, it, it was a very much a rewiring and reprogramming of... of and re- and just learning i i would say it was more about the education and and really learning what it is why it is that i'm doing it and when what and how and how who this is <laughs> you, you guys are really picking up picking apart my brain right now um it had nothing to do with a number on a scale um the number was a byproduct of just choosing to feel better. And, and I think that that is, if, if you are somewhere, or if, if losing weight is something that you want, um, I, my best advice was, is to not obsess over the scale. Um, I think for a very long time I was obsessing over a scale and I think not seeing a number change set me back even more. So when I be when it became less about the number and more about just how I wanted to feel, um, it changed everything. It 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 really did. <laughs> it changed everything and and now it's it's what a blessing it is that I can now speak to and coach to 
the feelings that you feel in the middle of working out, right? Because we all want to get, well, not, not all, but a lot of us coming into a group fitness setting want want to want to get better and feel better um some might want to lose weight some might want to maintain and at the end of the day i think what what we come to in these classes is just a space to feel good um and and i and i really do try to let that be the leading force of what i teach and why i teach it um and and yeah lost 100 pounds in a year yo it's possible it is possible and truthfully if i would not have gone through all of that i i wouldn't have realized how limitless our potential really is um I think I think there's situations that we get stuck in and 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 it's hard to get unstuck so we choose to stay stuck and we choose to believe that that this is it for ourselves um but it it's not it there's there's more there's more out of life and Again, it just comes down to you choosing that you want more or to accepting that you want more out of life. And and again, this is not about losing weight. Um, this is about feeling happy and confident um, in your capabilities and what and what you do and how you do it. Um, and yeah. But that is my story. I feel like I feel like I didn't even scratch the surface with this one. <laughs> but um I hope this gives you a little bit of an insight of of my story and 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 why it is that I'm in the industry that I'm in and why I do what I do. Um I truthfully don't see an end on teaching fitness because I mean this is this is what I'm here to do, yo. This is what I'm here for and and what better way to lead than by leading by example. Um and if this if this story helps, if this story resonates that is more than enough for me. Um, thank you for listening in. Thank you for making it to the end of this podcast. Um, I'm sure that this topic is going to come up again in future episodes, and we'll be able. I'll be able to give you a little bit more insight of where my my mind was at in in a lot of these moments. Um, but again, this is me. <laughs> this is a part of me. 
that for a very long time I was always very hesitant to share. Um, but this is me, yo. This is this is a part of the journey, and and I think that if we move forward, if we can move forward with an understanding that where you are right now is not your final destination and where you need where where you'll be forever um and we can from that space we can really decide and take action on choosing to show up stronger for ourselves not necessarily for external validation but more specifically validation of yourself um, and being happy with where you are and being happy with the progression that you've that you're building for yourself um, because that's life yo we can all choose to get better um, there's no there's there's even the people at the best, right? Even the people at the top of the game that are quote unquote the best, there's still stuff that they can grow into, um, and they can. And they, uh, at the end of the day, we can all be better. And yeah, <laughs> that's my story. Um, I hope you enjoyed this story, um, and. I hope something, anything, maybe just, maybe this was an entertaining story for you. Maybe nothing resonated, but if it did, I appreciate you for listening and um, you're right where you need to be. Okay. There's, and I, and I know that's like a quote that gets thrown around a lot, but truthfully, where you are right now is perfect and where you're going is is far greater than what you could ever imagine um just choose you choose you and yeah thank you guys for listening in um if you don't already follow me on instagram my name is Alex Anderson. Mia. Feel free to share this podcast on your socials, on with your loved ones, <laughs> not on your loved ones, with your loved ones, and yeah, let's continue to grow together, y'all. I'm feeling very good about this podcast. Next episodes will be a little bit more, less about me, and more about you i i don't i i'm done talking about myself okay that's i i mean how am i how's that even gonna happen i now have a podcast on my own anyway we're next podcast we will be diving deeper actually no next podcast you will listen to is our meditation which that'll be coming out on wednesdays our mindset talks will be coming out on Mondays. Um, again, thank you all for listening and thank you for the love that you guys have already been pouring into this podcast. 
I appreciate you. I see you. And I love you. <laughs> and before we close out this podcast, let's close it out with one breath in. And let it go. Be yourself always. And never allow anything to take away your love, your light, your peace, but most importantly, your fun. Take care, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Thank you.